moderator for tonight, Selena Crudup Richardson, and I am from New Jersey, Manalapan, New Jersey, and now I live in Eastern North Carolina. I'm radio announcer at First Media Radio. I do several stations there. Also, a real estate investor, and I love crafts, and I help my husband with his lawn care business, and I'm just busy, busy, busy. In the meantime, I'm so glad that I was asked tonight to fill in for Joy Brown. Let me introduce our panel for our love discussion for tonight. First on the panel is Reggie McCrimmon. He is from Newport News, Virginia. He's single with no children, currently residing in Kuwait for the past 11 years. He's working as a project administrator for a construction company. So please welcome Reggie to our show. Good morning from Kuwait. Good morning. It's early for you there, isn't it? Yeah, very early. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're so glad that you were able to get the sleep out of your eyes. <laughs> no, no sleep. I'm ready to talk about it. <laughs> I know. That's right. Our next guest we're going to be talking with is Warren Kent. He is a husband and father of three. He's from Mount Vernon, New York, and he now is residing in Rockland County, New York. So let us welcome Warren Kent. Hey, everybody. What's hey, going there, on? Warren. How you doing? Right. Doing fine. How about you? Doing well. Doing well. Ready to talk now. All right, love it. All right, let's get started with our, our next guest, if he is ready, Damon Smithwick. He is a father of six. He's a grandfather of three, straight out of Harlem, Washington Heights, New York City, and he's currently living in the Triangle of North Carolina, the Triangle area. He's also a personal trainer and a service manager of a luxury apartment community, and he is a biker and a fitness enthusiast. Let us welcome Damon for tonight. What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Hey, David, glad that you could join oh, us. Man. So we need to uh, introduce Carla Morgan. She's going to be joining us tonight as well and taking your questions when you have them on Facebook. If you want to leave information in the comments or you have questions, she's going to be uh, fielding those questions and monitoring the page. She is from Staten Island, New York, and Plainfield, New Jersey, and she now lives in Atlanta, the ATL. How are you, Carla? I'm doing great, and I'm excited for tonight's discussion. I am also glad to have you. Now, last but not least, our host for the evening, Regina Smithwick, a great friend of mine I've known for a long time. And even if you don't see each other a lot, she always knows how to get back in touch and she doesn't forget about me. So I really appreciate that. She's an entrepreneur, a professional organizer, and a professional certified life coach. She's also from Mount Vernon in New Jersey, Mount Vernon, New York, that is, via Teaneck, New Jersey. And she's now living in Winterville, North Carolina. And she is also our host for the evening. So please welcome our host, Regina Smithwick. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Let's talk. Let's get it popping. <laughs> Ready to talk. So um, I just want to say, everybody on the panel, thank you for um, being a part of this panel tonight. This is part two of the love series that we have, Let's Talk. Two weeks ago, if you know, we had the women that spoke about love and Valentine's Day, and now it's the men's turn. So we want to get their opinions and their thoughts about it because it takes two to tangle, right? So we need to have both sides of the story. So we want to go ahead and get that started. So first of all, before we get started, I always want to start with a prayer, if you don't mind. So can we just pray real quick? Lord, thank you, Jesus, for this evening that once again, we're able to express our feelings and our thoughts. Lord, open up us as vessels, as I always say, for us to give somebody something, a nugget, um, something to think about, something to ponder about, maybe to be life-changing for somebody. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. All right. So um, I like to start by saying um, the relations, 
So I uh, start with Selena. She kind of nipped it. She did it for me. Uh, <laughs> I met Selena several, several years ago, and we do have a lot in common. And we are both Jersey girls as well. And um, we always, like you said, think about each other and our ventures and any kind of entrepreneurships that we have. We always keep each other in mind. So once again, thank you for filling in for Joy as well. We This is not the last time. We want to see you again. Uh, <laughs> Reggie, Mc I mean, oh gosh, Reggie, uh, we went to VSU. I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, we rekindled our friendship again in Atlanta. We actually ended up going to um, Atlanta, our, our Institute of Atlanta, excuse me, and we okay. met there. And then we ended up being roommates. So, <laughs> like three the stories we could tell people the stories we could tell um so we ended up being roommates and ever since then this is like my bro this is my brother um over the years even though he's been in another country for about 10 years now um we always keep in contact so this is my reggie right here my brother um next up is warren kent warren is my cousin um we're actually the same age exactly um we've been each other lives from day one I, I'm from Mount Vernon, as everybody know. And shout out to Derek, because he always said, you better tell people you're from Mount Vernon. You're not from T-Neck. You're from Mount Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to say I am from Mount Vernon, New York, money earning, but I was um, brought up in T-Neck, New Jersey. So, but that's my cousin, Warren. Down on the bottom here is everything. You can call him Smitty, you can call him Damon, you can call him everything on the sun. This is my cousin, Smitty, I call him Smitty, y'all. Um, this is my love right here. This is one of my best cousins as well. We we have stories to tell as well. This is my person. We hang out all the time. So I love you. Thank y'all all for being a part of this. And Carla, as everybody knows from last time, she's my college roommate from the same school, VSU. Yes, uh, <laughs> And she's my sorority sister. So we have a lot in common, a lot to share. So um, I'd like to thank everybody. So we're going to go ahead and dive all into this, y'all. So y'all ready? Go. Let's right. go. Let's so go. first question I have for everybody, we're going to intertwine what we did last time. So let's start with Valentine. Reggie put some glasses on. He said, you ready for me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with Valentine's Day. So what do you think about Valentine's Day as a whole? All right. And I'll start with Warren. What do I think about Valentine's Day? Um, first of all, I think that it's just a commercial day where people, I mean, you know, there's all these other um, entities try to make a lot of money, um, make men mostly, females too, but men mostly feel guilty that they're not buying their wives, their girlfriends, significant other, all of the things that they want, whether it be flowers and nasty candy and all that other stuff, <laughs> um, dolls that you never gonna see again or play with again. So um, I think it's real commercial. I think you should just really um, stay away from the day as like a, a time to express yourself. If you express yourself all the time um, to your significant other, um, mm -hmm. then that day becomes normal. I mean, you could just do something as a family, uh, but it doesn't get in, it doesn't get heightened um, to the next level. So um, mm -hmm. that's, that's that's my thought. Mm -hmm. Good good points. Very good points. Actually, we, we kind of, I kind of with you because we was talking the same language a couple of weeks ago. Right. Uh, what about you, Reggie? Um, again, like, uh, bouncing off what he said, it's just another day. Um, I think it's basically more towards women. Um, but again, um, you should you should be feel special um, every day. It's three hundred sixty four other days 
um, that you can feel special. I think it's those just because days. You um, do that same thing you do on Valentine's any other day. It's just because. So mm-hmm. those days are more important. Those are more special because um, you're doing it just because. Um, or as men, um, you know, really has complaining about, hey, we didn't get no gifts on the uh, Valentine's. Um, for me, I felt the same 13th, the 14th, and the 15th. I was happy <laughs> each one of those days. So they're all the same. They all coincide. Okay. I don't think a woman should feel um, less special or less significant if they didn't get anything. Um, it's just people putting on there uh, on the Facebook and everything, everything they got. Um, but watch the mother's 364. See what they put on there then. Mm. <laughs> All right, Smitty. <laughs> Smitty? Uh, well, I mean, in all honesty, you know, uh, the, the fellas summed it up. You know, it's a commercialized mm-hmm. holiday. Uh, you know, if you, if, you know, I'd always like to look at the dynamics behind something. If you look at the etymology of the whole uh, affair, it has nothing to do with love. Uh, it's a very uh, controversial and pagan holiday, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, it's just something that, you know, got, got turned into something, what it is today. And it's a moneymaker. Uh, it's also a relationship nightmare. Uh, women go bananas during this holiday uh and it starts from the oldest down to the youngest and it's because of of the hype behind it uh girlfriends i I hear them talking in the hallways of my job and they talk about the gifts that they got the ones that didn't get anything because they're not in a relationship they shy away from those those conversations uh like like reggie said you should be showing love to your significant other every day of the year if you're not showing love to your significant other every day of the year, and this one day is the only day that you honestly go out there and do your thing, then she needs to drop you or he needs to drop you like a bad hat. Because <laughs> so it should be a 365-day-a-year kind of thing. That's my opinion. Well, what you <laughs> just said struck something with me. Uh-oh. A lot of times women use Valentine's Day for validation purposes. And what I mean by that is, Mm -hmm. we have to let other women know that we got something they don't have, okay? So we have to, that's the day you could say, oh, look, he brought flour to the office. Oh, look, he did this. Oh, look, he did that. And sometimes we over-validate because it's not what you really want it to be. But you don't want that 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 mask to come off like we talked about with Cookie. That mask to come off and actually show that your relationship is really not that much. Because when you had to overdo it, that means it's not there. Usually the people who got it going on don't even talk about that stuff. They don't even share it. They keep it in, you know, between their, you know, significant other. So when you said that, that makes a lot of sense. Because yeah. they try to make the other ones feel less than. But usually the ones who are not in a relationship are happier sometimes exactly. because they yep. can do what they want to do. <laughs> exactly. So they kind of make, happy. but that's not but their that, fault. But, but that comes at a point in their lives when they realize they don't need that validation. And normally mm-hmm. that comes with age and experience. The younger women, they just don't have the age and experience in order to get rid of that holiday. Mm-hmm. All the women realize hey, I'm good all by myself. Mm-hmm. I can do this thing all by myself. If I need mm-hmm. to, I'll go out and buy myself a gift. Mm-hmm. Simple. Yeah, but it's not really our fault. Honestly, it's the commercialization 
-hmm. It's just the way we've been programmed. Like I said last time, you programmed to think a certain way. So if women are programmed from little time, like their parents are telling them, you know, get your good man, get married, get a good, you know, it's all in our heads. That's what our goals are. Our goals is not to own a, a Fortune 500 company. Our goals is not, you know, is not, well, maybe now because these kids are a little different than we were, you know, when we were younger. But when we were younger, it was trained for us to get married. That was our goal. So when you have this thing that you're supposed to have been, got the prize with, you know, you got to let everybody know you got the prize. I got, I got the man giving me gifts. So that makes a lot of sense. That does. So thank you. I appreciate that. Y'all, that was a good one. I like that. Um, <laughs> let, let me, I'm going to do this one because this is, this is a good one. So uh -huh. what are y'all deal breakers? We're going we're gonna to switch it up a little bit. So what is y'all deal breakers for y'all to be in a relationship or somebody that you're interested in? Like, what was it that deal breaker would be not to be interested in them? I'll start with Smitty this time. <laughs> uh, we talked about this uh, last week. Uh, signs of low self-esteem and needing validation. Uh, that clinginess. Uh, when you meet somebody, you get to know them. And it's, a, it's a process. Uh, you don't want to order. You don't want the person that you're getting to know to start talking about marriage first or second week. You're just if you're talking to uh, it, it's hard sometimes it's hard to be able to tell that a person has low that a woman has low self-esteem I'm just put out sometimes it's hard to tell if a woman has low self-esteem mm -hmm. uh, we discussed that I don't have that superpower so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm learning that superpower to be able to tell that but uh, a woman who has low self-esteem will constantly need validation no matter what you do you mm -hmm. still have to do more and you I, you always got to outdo what you did before and that that can become very tiresome so to me that's a deal breaker if i see it i'm ghost <laughs> i'm ghost explanation no nothing i'm out but they say back in the day alley independent high self-esteem woman who knows her worth that is the sexiest thing in the world awesome. yeah that's good glad to hear that all right reggie your turn on that one well um like you said one of them is low self-esteem um that's like one of the main ones um i love um, a woman that's happy a woman that's confident, walks with a swagger. Um, she's confident about everything. Um, uh, one other thing that um, I love someone who's in, in independent, but I don't a deal break with someone who don't feel they are dependent. You, I feel you have to be interdependent. I think everyone has to depend on someone throughout life, period. So I, like I said, I love an independent woman, but not too independent where, you know, again, you don't think you don't need anyone. Um, also, um, I have to have to be someone have a relationship with God. Okay, they don't have to be a nun, but just have some sort of relationship with God. <laughs> uh, believe that things come from Him and the situation we go through, and it's all from God. So you just have to have some relationship with God. I mean, um, also um, a work ethic. I, I love um, a woman. She have to have a work ethic. Uh, go get a just um, have some goals in life. So if you don't have no goals, that's definitely a deal breaker. You always have to be working towards something. All right, so that's my that's my deal break, pretty much. I can't stay home. No, nah, you're not staying home. <laughs> <laughs> you got a home business. <laughs> 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 
You got a home business. I'm with that. I'm here to support you. But now you just ain't gonna stay home. You can't lay in the bed. Nope. All right, Mark. That ain't gonna work. We're gonna stay together. Okay, Warren, what's up? What do you think? So I got a lot of deal breakers. So I will be here all day. So I'm not gonna go through all of them, but I'll tell you. Like Reg and Damon both said it clearly, those are deal breakers. Low self-esteem, you know, somebody that don't have like any type of um aspirations, you know, that those are major deal breakers. Um, you the first thing with me, because I'm a man of faith, if you're not a woman of faith, I'm not even I'm not even talking. I mean, I'll talk to you friendly, but I'm not gonna talk talk to you. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, I've been married 18 years, going on 19. So uh, you know, that's, you gotta be equally yoked. So that's, that's important. Um, mm -hmm. but you gotta have, you gotta have some vision. You gotta, you gotta have your head on straight. Um, and the, the, the real thing that, that bothers me is when you have a, a female who does not know how to submit. Now, that, now we want to get into it. Let's get into uh -oh. it. Right? Come on. <laughs> let me see. see some places. Let me get over the top of your face. Hey, 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 David Red, I need y'all. Y'all gotta get my back on this. So listen, let me let me explain that. So this is the worst. Thing that, this is the worst thing that, I, in my eyes, can be for a female. A female, I, they can have all, like I said, aspiration, independence, um, just like Red said. They can have careers, but, and actually, yo, we can just be like Stedman and Oprah. You can make more money than me. I, that's fine. But listen, you got to give me something, you know, and when we come into the house and if I say something and I don't agree, there's got to be a discussion. It can't be like, yo, no, and, and I can't be fighting you. If I got to fight you because you want to run your business and then you want to run your household and then you want to run your husband, then you don't need me. And I'm out. I mean, that's that's my deal breaker. And I can I can I can spot that too. I can spot that on dates. You know, when I when I was out dating, just talking, and you know, after a while, you know, when after the six month honeymoon phase goes off, then after that, the mm -hmm. real person's gonna come out, and then I'm gonna find out. So um, I would say that to many females out there, if you are one that has to fight all the time to get your way, and especially if you're single, there is a reason why you're single. That's probably it, because most men. Need to have something. Need to feel like that they are man and stuff like that. So that's, I mean, I'm serious. We gotta be able to say, listen, you know, I'm putting my foot down on this one, and then you like, okay, okay. Like I'm gonna tell you real quick. My wife is one of the smartest women out. I, she tell me, like, listen, I need this. I want to do this, and I say, nah, we're not doing this. I'll give you an example. She said, when I want to see one of wood floors, I want the rugs. I said, nah. She said, okay, and she kept doing it every like two weeks. Month. You know, start showing, start showing me like pictures of floors and stuff like that. And actually, I know I was like, yeah, you know what? These floors look nice. So yeah, we should get that. She was like, really? Okay, let me she had the she had her on speed dial. She already did a research. Yo, them things was in here the next week. And that's that's how you gotta do it. You know, let me be stubborn for a little while, but after that, I'm gonna come around. And that's that's how we've been together for 18 years, because she got her way on multiple things. So that's the other thing that I would say is, is those are my deal breakers. I got a long okay. list, but I'll give you those. Okay, let's talk about this one for a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about this one. Okay, you gonna be surprised about my answer though. Uh-oh. I kind of agree with him. Yes. 
And the way it, I know as a woman, sometimes women get like, what? No, I time I don't I didn't burn my bra. I wasn't protesting with these people. I believe in a relationship that should have you should be respected and you should be um you know decisions you should be able to talk them out you should be you know i should be walking with you we should be doing stuff together but when you get a husband you are asking him to be the man of the house that's where a husband's supposed to be now it comes with two-edged sword here you're supposed to be the man of the house, but you need to be responsible in doing the things that man of the house is supposed to do. You can't just go around being your chest like an eight talking about I'm the man of the house and you're not working, you ain't doing <laughs> nothing, but because you are physically born a man that you're supposed to get these rights. These rights are supposed to come with the responsibility that you took on as being a husband because I'm going to look at you and I'm going to trust you. Ladies, when you date somebody and you get ready to get married to somebody, you're telling them you trust them with your life. That's what you're telling this man. So when you get married to this man, don't get twisted. And then you'll be like, girl, I know people that are like, girl, he can't watch my kids. First of all, it's not y'all, it's y'all kids. And why did you marry him? You don't even trust him to watch your kids. So they're your kids. That's his kids. Like, you got to understand when you get married or get in a relationship with somebody, well, you you get engaged with a person, you're telling them you trusted them. So where's all of a sudden, now you're married, now you try to fight for this these pants. You, you know, it's only supposed to be one person wearing pants in the house, but yet if he honors and respects you like the queen you are, you do things together. But when it comes down to it, when he has to make a decision, sometimes he got to make that decision and you go, you know what? I trust you because that's what I married you for. So I, I totally believe in that. You know, I really believe that as long as he respects you. Preach. Come on. Preach. Yes. Tell <laughs> <Not> a story. <laughs> uh, Gina? Yes. We- we have a question from a viewer. You want to take it now or? Yeah, let's go ahead. Okay. Um, this question is from Antoinette Green, the Queen Wooly. Mm-hmm. And uh, she asks, what do you define as the male's role in building a woman's self-esteem? Namely, in cases for a woman whom you are attached to or have interest. Y'all, one of y'all want to take that? Mm. I'll start off. Question. <laughs> You you need you need to have you got to tr- give them trust. They got to be able to trust you. You mm-hmm. got whatever you say, whatever your word is, mm-hmm. you have to be able to to commit to that. So and and that's how you build up your your wife, your wife or your girlfriend or whoever you know your significant other. If, if you're going to tell them that you're going to be there at a certain time, if you tell them you're going to purchase this or at least try to purchase this, if you tell them that you know we're going to do this, you got to do it. That's that's the bottom line, and mm-hmm. I think that if you do that for your woman, mm-hmm. your woman's going to be like, okay, that she, she, it builds her trust, builds, you know, her self esteem builds, everything builds because she knows she don't have to worry about, you know, looking at phones and whether this person's going to come and can they take care of the kids and whatever, you know. If, if you can't do it, I think men just need to be honest, like you. Know, if you can't cook, just say I can't cook. Mm-hmm. Don't be trying, you know. Don't say I'm a cook and then don't show up to cook. You know, that's the worst thing you do for a woman. So I, I think that's the thing that build up stuff. Okay. Anybody else want to chime in on that? That was a good question. The question was, how do we, how does a man help a woman build up her self-esteem? And she said, what's, correct? what do you find as the male's role in building a woman's self-esteem? 
See that that that's a that's a tricky question because when I meet that woman, I want her to already have high self-esteem. So if I'm helping her build self-esteem, am I am I then her self-esteem when I met her wasn't high to begin with. I can help her maintain it, maintain what she already has. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, just like Reggie said, you gotta be honest. You know, my motto has always been open, honest, and vulnerable. And that's that's the thing that men have a problem with is being open, honest, and vulnerable. Mm -hmm. But when you when you're open, you 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 don't you you're transparent. Mm -hmm. You know, everything that everything about you is seen. There's there's no secrecy. And mm -hmm. then when you're honest, you you know if, if she asks you a question, you give an honest answer. Don't give an answer that you know you think she wants to hear. Mm -hmm. You give the answer that is honest, whether or not she wants to hear it or not. Mm -hmm. That's the key. Because mm -hmm. then you let her have a choice of whether she wants to continue. You don't mm -hmm. take somebody's choice away. And then that vulnerable piece, that's where men have a real big problem with uh, just being vulnerable. Because when you're open and you're honest, some amount of vulnerability will be there because this person knows everything about you. Mm -hmm. You're trusting this person. And I feel like if a man does that for a woman, that's going to build, that's going to maintain her self-esteem and keep the relationship progressing and not digressing. Okay. All right. Um, I think we have another question, Carla. You want to take that on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is from Nicole Sherry. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, it says, if you are a woman and you don't care to keep your nails and hair done weekly, but your mm -hmm. husband would like you to, do you believe the woman should do that for her husband? Mm. 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 <laughs> Reggie, you got, Reggie, you got that. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm the single man. Hey, hey, Reggie. I'm the single man. Tag, tag you up, Reggie. Okay. Oh, man. Um, for me, uh, I would say yes. Because um, um, you want to do what you're, I'm not say do, but you want to try to keep your spouse happy. If that's one thing he, he um, likes in you, to have your nails done, I, I would do them. If, if my wife wanted me to have my nails and my toes done, I'll do it just for her if that's what she likes. Um, so mm -hmm. that that's what I say for is that. Um, yeah, I would do it. It's not being like, like you say, submissive, was submissive in a way, but you know, just doing, I'm sure y'all go back and forth. He probably does things that, you know, you might not want to do, you know? So I think it goes both ways. Um, so that's what I say about that. Like I said, I'm the single man in here, but they tagged me, so that's my answer for that. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, I guess you gotta give and take, right? You you choose your battles battles yeah. wisely, right? Yeah. You choose your battles yeah. wisely. You know, if that's a situation that's very simple to fix, and it's like yeah. if I gotta choose battles, I'll choose that one because that's an easy one. Yeah. It won't really be a big thing, even though it's not your forte, something you don't like doing. But if it makes them happy and you could probably get more out of the deal with just doing that little thing, it probably pay off later on, you know what I'm saying? Because he's like, well, dang, she did it. And I know she doesn't really care for it, but she did it anyway because she know I like it. See what I'm saying? That starts building stuff. Then he'll be like, you know what? I'm gonna look out because she did that for me and I know she's not crazy about it. And, you yeah. know, and he's a good man. He'll recognize that and he'll make sure to do that twofold for you. So I got a question. So, so what did they do before they got married? I mean, this ain't the thing, girlfriend, boyfriend. She said her husband. So when she was dating him, was she getting her nails 
and toes done and everything. And if that was the case, that means he got used to it. And he she was expecting it to continue. So she now that they married, he's like, oh, why did you stop? So <laughs> that it's it's gotta be more to that. Tell her to keep chatting. How long has this been going on? Keep chatting. Part two to that part two to that question. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. If it's something she was doing when they were courting and she gotta maintain that thing, you gotta keep it going. You know, and if you know, I, I'd go with them. You know, hey, we yeah. can make a make a day out of it. You know, right. I'll go with you. Right. But that, but see, we gonna want the be same back to you from y'all too. So remember that. So yeah, whatever you started, we need you to finish it off too. We don't need you to stop either. If that's everything from taking care of yourself physically yep. or whatever the case is, remember, you got to do the same. How you get them is how you got to keep. Them. There you go. All right. That's true. It seems like, uh, you know, that being a form of submission, it's a good time to ask the guys about what qualities they think that they need to have for a woman to be submissive. Since we keep kind of getting on that subject, you think that's a good segue into that? Yes, very, very good. Mm. So you want to ask the question? Maybe you want me to say it directly? I don't know. <laughs> you want to ask? No, you can go ahead. Okay. Okay. So let me ask, ask the guy again, let me make sure I'm wording it right. What are the qualities that a man should have for a woman to feel comfortable, submissive, and relaxed in a relationship? I'm going to you married man first. Tag, you're it. Read that one more time for me. Read that one more time. <laughs> what are the qualities? Uh, that a man should have for a woman to feel like she can submit, to be comfortable yeah. and relaxed in submitting. Yeah. I mean, I talked about it a little bit earlier. You gotta, you gotta give that that female, your wife, everything. You gotta make sure that she can trust you. You gotta like, like I said, do exactly what you said you're gonna do. Um, and you gotta actually build her up. Mm -hmm. I mean, this this is that's what a marriage is. That's what, you know, even a girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, you're supposed to be building each other up. So um if they if i think if the female could trust you if she could truly trust you she won't mind doing the submissive thing if she can't trust you then she gotta just she gotta fend for herself so if you out there doing everything that you aren't supposed to be doing or you're just not following through on everything that you said you were going to do then i can understand why she won't be submissive but i mean That's if you get if you make her feel that she's comfortable that she ain't got to worry about nothing that she know that the garbage is going to be taken out, that the bills is going to be paid. You know, hey, I believe that she will do that. I believe most women will do that. There are some women that won't, but most women will. Good point, Warren. That's true. Very good. Very good. Anyone else want to chime in on it? I'll give I think you did a great job. You know, right, Reggie? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll give it. I'll give it a stab, Reggie. I'll give it a stab. Uh, you tag your own self. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, uh, I, I think a man has to be honest. Uh, you know, because she's not going to trust him if he's not honest. And then the trust, the trust will come. Uh, hardworking. Uh, doesn't matter. You know what he does for a living, as long as he's hardworking. Uh, what well, does matter somewhat, because you can't be out there. You know, doing. You know illegal things and then she's trying to live a legal life so on and so forth but he has to be hard working and dependable 
say what you say what you mean and do what you say you're going to do period if you say you're going to do it put a stamp on it send it out the door mm-hmm. dependable mm-hmm. dependable got to be dependable okay so before we go on i wanted to i noticed that um call if you could read nicole's response to warren <laughs> uh, yeah nicole says it really wasn't an issue of mine it's one that i try to help one of my friends with Oh, uh, what are those? Okay. <laughs> okay. Nicole? Ask for a friend. Oh, yeah, with for friend. Okay. Um, um, you know Nicole, Warren. You know I Nicole. Know, I know Nicole. You sure do. Okay. <laughs> Nicole's friend. I you know, just tell your friend. No, it's your friend. You know her too. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. I got you. Okay. okay. I know. Um, do you want to do you before we go to the next question um call you want to read a couple more comments because i know they, they starting to come in so we'll we'll go to the next question after you read a couple comments um okay uh uh antoinette green the queen woolly uh she just uh stated she said uh are you considering changing in circumstances and appropriate choices that's, that's from the first question she asked yeah. right yes huh yeah i'm lost <laughs> what question was that it was from the first question that was asked, which was your definition of a male's role in building a woman's self-esteem. Okay. Uh, she came back with, um, are you considering changing in circumstances and appropriate choices? I don't know who she was addressing that to, to directly. Um, Antoinette, can you just elaborate a little bit on that? Um, right. Just elaborate a little bit on that, what you mean. We'll get back to your question. Just elaborate a little bit. Um, Oh, she did say something about trust is powerful, a powerful word. She said something like that. Yeah. After that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Shabara Janelle said, great point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is a good point. But, you know, let's, um, I'm going to step down to a couple because I know we had one of them we talked about and it really was a um, big one. Um, we, uh, Smitty was talking about the job. So let's talk about the job as in monies so the question was if you are a man that makes a hundred thousand dollars a year and you date a woman from mcdonald's that is in management but she works at mcdonald's status is it different than a a woman making a hundred thousand dollars a year and her man works at mcdonald's There's that double standard, first of all, first part. Second part, can you acknowledge that it will be treated differently? Oh, absolutely. Definitely in our society. Absolutely. The man in our society is supposed to be the breadwinner. So that will definitely, uh, that will definitely affect uh, the uh, way the woman is looked at by her friends. Her friends. Mm-hmm will or will not they'll probably talk behind her back but some will probably tell them you know girl why are you with that dude you know <laughs> you're lowering your standards uh <laughs> men you know i i wouldn't have a problem with my friend dating somebody that was in a management position in mcdonald's if he made a hundred thousand dollars i wouldn't have a problem with that and i'm sure he wouldn't either but that that uh double standard is definitely there I, I know is a guaranteed. You don't mm. have to say probably is a guaranteed 
If I was dating a man that worked at McDonald's, mm -hmm. <laughs> I would have more people asking. You know, some people would say, "Oh, girl, that's good. Okay, you know, they, you know," but they really be like, "What in the world?" Because we put status on relationships, as in money, and and, and you know, that's the way the world has us programmed. Yeah, this man, Madonna, treat me better than any man ever treated me in my life. And he works every day. He does, you know what I'm saying? But he does work at a fast food restaurant. But if he treats me better than any man who has money, that's where you as a person have to be in your own. You got to be in your own because you and your own, you're not worrying about what people say to you. That's the okay. least of your problems. See, when you when you two be trying to validate everybody else and make everybody else see you as somebody pull to be this, you know, whatever, I don't give a flying flip, kick rocks. If he treat me better than anybody else did, I don't care. I don't care. And you shouldn't either, but you got to be there though, because a lot of people are not there. They're too busy worrying about what other people say about them. And I think that's the problem with the status thing, because we're programmed to say you're a better person because you work at a job. There's Ted Bunny worked at a job too. Mm -hmm. People, yeah. there's a lot of people that work at good yeah. jobs that are bad people. Just yeah. because they have a job doesn't mean they're good people. But there's people who work at other kind of jobs that are great people. They just not at the highest standard which you think they should be. Stop measuring jobs to people. That's what people do. Yeah. I'll elaborate on that too. Um, also, you can't also you can't judge a person for where they are right now. That's might be one of his steps. Uh, that might be one of the steps God's taking them through. So you never know what a person will be in after that. I'm, I'm basing that off. I used to work at Blockbuster, okay, and I'm making uh, three times more than that now, okay. So you can't judge. You don't know what a person is, what their goals, what are the steps they're taking. That might be just one of the steps to get their pursuit of happiness. You just caught them at that time, and like you said, Gina. Um, once you get to know a person, like he might treat you better than anybody else, and people look from the outside in, yeah. and you just yeah. never know where that person gonna be. That just might be just where they are at that moment. Mm -hmm. You don't know if they're going to college. You don't know if they about to graduate in, in two weeks. You just never know. You got to get to know that person. <laughs> <Two weeks. laughs> you don't know. You don't know right yeah. a good time, right? <laughs> so you just never know. We looking from the outside yeah. in. Um, like you say, you might say, "Hey, working McDonald's," and if for other people, it may look like. You, like you say, they, this person treat me the, the best I ever been treated. Um, again, they might be at McDonald's one week, and uh, two weeks later, they might be somewhere rich. So you just never know. You can't judge a person just by where they are right then. Like I said, that's uh, they might be going through the steps God put them through. So, but the, and you, but the question lies too. You I, I use McDonald's for a purpose. Yeah, and I said management for yeah. a purpose. Mm -hmm. He works at McDonald's in a management position. If he worked at, uh, <laughs> what do you want to say, a Fortune 500, whatever, some other company, and he's still the same management position, yeah, it's yeah. the status of the name. When you think right, of right. McDonald's, you think of low, you think of, you know, that's what I'm trying to say. People think differently about different names. Branding is in our heads. So that's mm -hmm. why I said management. Like, if you told somebody, somebody management at McDonald's, right, right. management went out the window. They ain't heard management. They heard McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the problem. That's the problem right there. So we're going to, um, Carla, I know there's a, I see a lot of people flying these questions. Yeah. <laughs> get, a couple, get a couple in before we go to the next one. Get a couple in. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, let me go back. Okay. 
Uh, Nicole Cherie says it shouldn't matter where you work as long as there is love in all caps. Yep. And then Shabara Janelle um, responded, it shouldn't matter. Oh, she said exactly, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And um, Nicole also uh, made a comment saying, I'd rather be with a broke, honest, a broke, honest, trustworthy man than be with a man who made a lot of money and was dishonest and a possible cheater. Who cares what people think? A relationship is between two people. Mm-hmm. That's yep. where you at that point of doing your work. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that. All right. Friends mm-hmm. came up with a good point. Like mm-hmm. if the if the man is in management, and I'm hopeful that you know the girl, the female is basically talking with this man and finding mm-hmm. out what his dreams are, what's his aspiration. Yep. It may be to own that McDonald's or own several McDonald's. There you go. So you go up there and you meet him then and you see that, okay, he has, he has goals. He has dreams. You work with him through the little rough times and you go up there and support him if you have, if you make it more, but pretty soon he may be owning both of those or many, several franchises. You know, that's, that's what you, that's what you want. And so you can't judge, like Fred said, you can't judge a book just because of where they are at this point. You got to make sure that you can see where they're going. And that's what it's all about. And most females have that intuition. They're able to say, oh, I can see that he's going to be something. And if they're able to see that and they get a young person, a man, while he's like in the beginning stages, that, that you know, give it time. Give it time and stuff like that. Because that, 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 even if the, his, her girlfriends are laughing at her and everybody else, yeah, 10 years down the line, they're going to be trying to take him from, you know, say, <laughs> because this guy making money and stuff like that, and he's faithful and he's doing all the good things. So yeah, you just, you just can't go by where they are at that point. So I agree with Reg on that. Warren, can Ooh. I tell you a secret, Warren? Most of us women don't like to wait that period. We just want him to have it right then. Mm. Yeah, you are yeah. absolutely right. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a question for the next set. Oh. <laughs> that's gonna be part three part yeah. three ladies and gentlemen yeah. we're gonna have a part three with us that's and cool. the women together it's gonna be crazy mm-hmm. i can tell you that right now yes let's table that one because that is a good one for the next one because that's that's yeah. we need our backup yeah. for that one, one. <laughs> i call I, I call it that right now attitude yeah yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's true that's true so let's talk about the um, when I was saying the question about the doing your work. I mean, we, we elaborate a little bit on that. So, the, um, Selena, can you go through the question with that one, please? Yeah, let me do that one. I stuff disappeared. Let me find it here. Right, I have to get my screen back up here. But for the second, do, men, mm-hmm. do you feel that men? have to do their work as well. So when, let me elaborate what work is and then y'all can answer the question. Yes. So what I mean by doing your work, we talked about this with the women. I know of, and correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, I always hear a lot of women, especially you seem like in our 50s, it seems like you hear about it a little bit more, that women are doing their work, meaning they're realizing that they have you know issues, stuff they got to work on, and they do, they work, mind, body, spirit. They, you know, you start seeing people in their late 40s and 50s all of a sudden kind of coming into their own and, and, and owning their stuff and, 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 and working on themselves, especially, you know, if you're single, 
um, or even in relationships too, you can still work on yourself in a relationship, but you try to make yourself a better person. But if you're a single person and you're out there and you're like, you know, instead of just jumping in these relationships, it's like, let me just stop for a minute. Let me get me together. Cause that's obviously, obviously I'm the common denominator in these relationships, right? So I need to kind of put some time to me and figure out what's happening here. Like why I'm feeling certain ways. I'm asking the men, do y'all do the same thing? Do y'all do your work to work on yourselves before you get into another relationship? Or if you marry and you, you know, your marriage is not the same, you know, that, you know, you may need to work on yourself. Do y'all think about it in a way a woman would think about it in proving themselves? Uh, leave it out to y'all. Who want to take that first? Yeah, okay. ready? go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, it'll be me then. <laughs> um, <laughs> give, give, give it um, to the single man. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely, uh, I think men should do their work. I know, like you say, it goes both ways. Um, but uh, definitely, um, you have to work on yourself. Um, you have to know your flaws. Um, you have to be ready mentally. I think you have to work on your, everyone has to work on that piece of pursuit that happens pretty much. Um, but you have to be uh, mentally, physically, and uh, financially uh, ready to get into a relationship and to a marriage. I think you should be. So you have to work on and know your own flaws. You have to know you're probably going to still go in a relationship with flaws. Like me, if I go in a relationship, I already know uh, one of my flaws. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an only child. So you're going to have to be patient with me. I'm uh, having to share. So I just wrestle pillows by myself. So I'm used to <laughs> being myself. So, so that's going to be something I have to work on. But um, I think at the own time, you just have to, you have, like me, I have to build a foundation. You have to have a foundation first. Um, you also have to uh, um, let God work on you, too. You have to see uh, things you've been through. And you have to um, uh, reach back and, and learn lessons from those things that you've been through. So it's, it's definitely a, a work in progress. Um, but yeah, for me, like I'm still, I'm still working. I mean, we're not going to be perfect. You always you working on yourself every day. Um, mm -hmm. Like if I got in a relationship or a marriage back then, I, it was just I would have been the wrong person at the wrong time for that person. I'm trying to build myself up to be the right person at the right time for someone. Um, if I got married back then and I signed the marriage papers, she might have slid the other ones over and gave me my divorce papers. That's how I would have been because I was still working on myself. All right. So that's what I think. I think all men should work on yourself. Um, um, you have to be happy with your, in yourself. Um, so that's what the main thing. Because you again, you I don't think you should go in a relationship or a marriage flawed. Okay. You will have some flaws, but at least have an understanding of yourself. Make sure you're happy when you go in a relationship, at least that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's what I feel about working on yourself. I think, like I said, I think it's a, a work in progress every day. <laughs> Warren, I see you. Your look. What's going on? With I, I, that? Want the to talk. I want them to talk. Go uh oh. Ahead, uh oh. <laughs> uh, did he just nominate? Did, did, did Warren just nominate? Me? Nominated. Yes, he did. Oh, uh, oh, I uh, all right. Well, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm currently in a relationship right now. Uh, you know, uh, me and my lady, we live together and have been for uh, almost two years. Uh, but before that, I was uh, single for four years. Uh, no, three years. And during that time, I came to the realization that the uh, reason I was single was because of the type of women that I was choosing to uh, get involved with, uh, that I was the common denominator. Uh, so uh, having realized that, uh, I decided I was going to change some things. I was going to have a different mindset. Uh, I'm a single parent of a 14-year-old. Back then, he was a little younger. But being that single parent, I felt like I had everything together in that area of my life. I didn't need help. I didn't want help because I felt like, you know, the women that I was meeting, they wanted 
they felt like, you know, it was, it was like a, a, a recipe, you know, add me and now you complete because you're a single parent, you're a single man that's a single parent. So mm -hmm. you need a woman to complete you mm -hmm. in that journey of being a single parent. Mm -hmm. Well, I knew I didn't at that time. So I, I made it extremely hard for any woman to take part in that mm -hmm. part of my life. I didn't want any help. And in turn, it kind of made them feel like, you know, I didn't need them for anything. Mm -hmm. Other, you know, but I did. I needed that companionship. But, you know, women are nurturing by nature. So they see me with a, a son, they want to help out. So I decided during that three year span of being single that I was going to allow that to happen. And it worked out because they're closer than me and him are now, you know. Mm -hmm. It kind of makes me a little jealous when I come home and she's telling me everything that's going on with him because he told her everything and don't tell me much. But I, I like that. I like that because, you know, that, that, that shows that what I did actually worked and it helped out. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I do think that the man has to put in work uh, before and during the relationship. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. Warren. So, um, and that's why I, so I wanted them to go first because you're hearing different perspectives. Um, and now you're hearing from a person who's been married 18 years. A lot of people think that you don't have to work on yourself in a marriage. And I'm going to mm. tell you, that's nothing you do. short of the truth. You absolutely have to work on yourself, you're probably even more so. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, and because you're going through phases. Um, that 18 years isn't just 18 years, it's different phases. You mm -hmm. know, so you're going through times where you are single, then you're going through times when you got one child then you no know, in my case two child then three children it's like oh my gosh you know every time something happens you move you, you know you have your mother-in-law with you it's, i mean it's so many different phases so you have to work on yourself because every change put, brings out something different all right. right so um for a man to think that they can be the same throughout the relationship and not change is a recipe for disaster absolutely you have to do it and you have to always take an introspective look so in the morning i wake up at 4 30 5 o'clock in the morning i come down and you know get on my knees and you know be in prayer with my lord and savior and i'm doing that for about a half hour and then i do a workout i got a gym in my in my basement so i go and work out for about an hour you know get my life straight get my mind straight you know get before the day starts and in that time i'm thinking about I'm, and I'm asking God, is there anything that I need to change? What do I have to do? Talk to me about what I have to do this day to change. Mm. And that usually happens. He'll let me know. He'll give me a sign or something like that, or take me through some situation where I'm like, oh, okay. And then I can relay that back and relate that back to, oh, when I'm with my wife, I need to do this differently. Or when I'm with my kids, I need to do this differently. So, I, I mean, and it's daily. I'm not, I'm not talking about like once in a while. It's daily. I'm always looking to see exactly so it's important for men to recognize that you know don't think that we the holy grail just because you know we think that you know this woman just got got what she needed by getting me i'm, I'm the best thing in the world so i ain't got to change that's that's not the case you know you know I, we understand that there's like more opportunities for men but still mm -hmm. men have to recognize when you get a jewel like that you have to make those those hard changes and some of them are very hard because it comes from your, your childhood and it comes yeah. from you know, yeah from your genetic pool, mm. all of that plays a part <laughs> in what, you, what you've been doing. And sometimes you got to change all of that, but it's all about now doing it for the unity of you and your wife or you and your husband, 
and then of course for the family, you know, for the children and everything like that. So absolutely, you got to do it. Yeah, and I co-sign. Go ahead, Smitty. No, you just have to do something different. Absolutely. Can I co-sign what y'all said? Yeah, go ahead. The reason why I am doing this pod, well, face cast. <laughs> the reason I'm doing this is because exactly what Warren said. When you work on yourself and mm -hmm. you have things that you was in your childhood, things that you bring with you through your whole life, and like even with Reggie, all y'all said it in a little bit of your your um, answer. You bring a lot of stuff with you, but when you work on yourself and ask God to work with you, I'm sorry to tell y'all. I always had God in my life. All y'all know that, but I really put God in my life in the last couple of years. And I could tell the difference. I could tell the difference in me. I could tell the difference in things that happen, how I handle situations, how I handle people. You just spend a little time with him in the morning. Just spend a little time with him. And I'm telling you, he guides your day and you hear him more. Yeah. You hear him more. And that all helps out with what's going on with your life. Because a lot of times, I'm sorry, I know we're going off a little bit, but I just want to, it, it hit me. Um, a lot of times what we do is we, we try to do it ourselves. We try to do everything ourselves and we put everything on ourselves and we think we could change people. We get mad and angry and, and yelling and screaming. It doesn't do nothing. <laughs> You're wasting your time. Like give it to God and let him handle it, but let him work on you at the same time. And like Warren says, that's what makes that marriage last. That's what make Reggie see. That's what make Damon notice that that's going on in his life. Because when you do that, you open up your ears and you hear and you do. And that helps out with your change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Deep. Mm -hmm. Deep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. So, Carla, I see the thing flying by my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pia, Stain. Hey, Pia. Uh, <laughs> She had a thing she wanted to say, a comment, she wanted to say, uh, to add on to that question, how open are men to a women to a woman suggesting that they change certain traits about themselves? Mm. Mm. Um, hmm. For me personally. I hear a lot of grunting. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Great question. Yeah. For me personally, um, again, I'm, I'm, I mean, I have flaws. So. I am willing to uh, listen and I'm, I'm trying to be um, open and vulnerable um, to allow um, someone to, you know, mention things to me to change in my life. That's that's one thing I have to do. Like I said, I have to get out. I was an only child. So those are things that I'm going to have a problem with sharing. I'm, I'm not used to sharing stuff like that. So those are flaws I know that I have to work on. So some things suggest yeah. I would be willing to try to change. I, I mean, to make everything work, I would, yeah, I'm going to try. Like I said, I'm making myself open and vulnerable to that. So that's why I, I would do it. Yes, so I would. You have to take try out of that, sir. You got to do it. Uh, I would do it. Oh, you, oh, you, oh you're going to go there with me. You know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Pia, I, I would be open and vulnerable. I would do it. <laughs> yes, they try. Try as an excuse. Try as an excuse. Okay. Right, anybody else? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, no, no, I'm talking to the gentleman. I'm talking about the gentleman, Carla. Go ahead, sorry. I'm talking about the gentleman. Y'all want to answer that? Yeah. What's up, Pia? How you doing? Uh, yes, that's that's 
that that's a hard area for me <laughs> uh coming from childhood so on and so forth that constructive criticism thing yes uh mm -hmm. so but you know i like, like like i said you 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 evolve and in your evolution certain things you allow and certain you know that you didn't allow uh early on in your life and so you know when you realize that you're the common denominator and you know these this that you know if more than one person says the same critique you there has to be some truth to it unless they're they're on unless they're talking to each other so you know if you know it's an impossible thing for these two individuals or these three individuals or maybe four sometimes five to talk to each other but the same critique is coming through you might want to look at that and mm -hmm. kind of change that so yes absolutely pia definitely warren quick question pia so yeah i absolutely think that that's important it's it's, it's actually essential to making a relationship work is that if they come and say hey you know, this is what you need to look at. Um, absolutely, um, I'm gonna definitely take that in prayer and 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 see exactly. Try to look at it from a different perspective, um, because I'm I'm not gonna see it. I'm not gonna see it. It's gonna be somebody outside that's gonna see it. So you know, why not be the closest person to me? So if they come and say, why don't you try to work on this? Then after that, I would say absolutely and stuff like that. But it's gonna be reciprocal because we're gonna have that same discussion, and I'm gonna say the same thing about or something different about them and they have to be open. And I think when you both are open to it, then after that, you are going to have a, a successful relationship uh, because there's going to be things that you have to change. And those things are going to change. The things that you have to change will change as you go through life, you know, because circumstances are going to change. Everything's going to start to do, things are going to be different. So then after that, what you weren't doing two years ago, you're now doing, you know, so then you're going to have to start to re revamp or readjust and try to make sure that that's not happening anymore. Um, that's what life is all about. If you recognize that, you know, we're all flawed, right? Nobody's perfect. You know, that's he's no longer here. So Amen to that. Listen, if we if we all know that we're not perfect, somebody sees something, then you work on it. Then you work on it, especially the one that you have committed to. Because, you know, if, if somebody else says it, you ain't got to do it because, hey, you probably ain't going to see that person again. But yeah, the person that you're living with, that you are committed to, absolutely. You got to take it seriously. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put one more question out there, and then we're gonna do um, the rest of the time doing questions, okay? Number nine. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Do you put your life on hold for women? You pick. You pick that one. Yes. Is that the right because, one? Because yes, that's, that's, that's what it. I wanted. Do you put your life on hold for women? Because I will, I will tell you, women on this panel, mm -hmm. how many times that you were asleep and a man would call you and they were like, "You sleep?" You're like, "No, no, I ain't sleep. I ain't sleep. I'm all." <laughs> yes, yes. So, oh, uh, uh, I wanted to know if you wanted to go out to lunch today. You know, good and well, you had plans, you were doing this and that. You're like, oh, no, I ain't doing nothing, I ain't doing nothing. Yeah, I'm ready, I could go with you. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. You call people, cats, they get mad at you, you don't care. <laughs> so I would tell you, as women, I know most of us out there done that because we have some kind of fear 
we scared that we say no to y'all, you're going to go on to somebody else or especially at the beginning, you know, you think that if you say no, that's a bad thing. But now as you get older, I realize no is kind of a good thing because you let them know that you got a life. Because y'all tell us all the time. You tell us in a minute, no. You tell us, no, I'm, I'm doing, I'm with my boys, I'm doing whatever. I'll call you when I get back home. But y'all don't think nothing of it. <laughs> so let's go, Warren. Yeah, so I'm gonna, nah, let me, let me do it. <laughs> You can have that one. Yeah, all right. You want to join that? You you have that's a light version of it. Now I I will you know wake up in the middle of the night and I you know I would do that fake like I wasn't asleep. That's fine. But when you said put your life on hold, meaning that if I had a plan and I was going to move down south, all right, to get this job or this start this career or start this business (laughs) and the girlfriend that I have says, wait for me. Why don't you stay here for a little while longer and just wait, put that on hold. My, my answer, and this is from a man's perspective, or at least this man's perspective, is heck no. I would never put that on hold for an individual. And let me tell you why. Because if we were dating, and this was something that I had basically stated that this is my dream. I'm doing this. I've been telling you this for a year, two years, whatever it may be. The time has come. And I could be in love with you. Absolutely. But the time has come. And times don't come often. So would I say, hey, I'll put that on hold to wait for you and then we get together, and then that's not an option no more. And now we bickering and everything. We having fights because you know things ain't right. I can't support you. No, can't put yourself on. And I would advise every female. I don't care how much you love that man. Don't put yourself on hold. Don't put your career on hold. Don't put the plans that God has for you on hold because it's there for a time and only for a time. And then after that, it's going to be gone. So I would say absolutely not. I would never put myself on hold. Now, there are circumstances that, that I mean, if the young lady, if the, no, my significant other was sick or, you know, I'm not talking about those, you know, those circumstances that are not the norm. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about somebody making a conscious decision not to further their career or whatever they have as a plan because they want to stay in love. That is so, now, if I was, if I was 16, 17, then I could do that. I, I wouldn't mind that. But if you're in your 30s, 40s, and Lord knows if you're in your 50s, and you're going to still do that, I think some, I think that person needs to go to therapy. <laughs> therapy is probably the best place for them. Yes. that out, because that is ridiculous, especially if you are older. That, to me, makes no sense. I'll stop there. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I think because um, for me in a situation, I was chasing after my goal. Um, so I was basically I was a whole, I was running with blindness. I wouldn't let anything hold me from going to my um, getting to my goal. Um, and sometimes that takes me from another state to another state. I might have to move at the last. If I want to take care of this, I want to take this opportunity. It might not be there. You might have to move another state. And you have to put. You, I'm not gonna. I'm not putting on hold. Just because of relationship, okay? Um, like, for the way I'm at now, if I wouldn't have took this opportunity and uh, because of relationship, 
and that would have lost his opportunity. And then you also live with regrets. If you missed out on something, and you'll you'll be living with regrets for that, and um, from not taking not um not taking that opportunity, and you and fail and you failed to miss that opportunity, and you'll hold regrets and grudges against um of that person from missing that opportunity. So I think you should if you uh, focus on your goals and and some things if that's what you have to do. I I think you should not put, like you say don't put it on hold. Um, cause, um, again, you chasing your goals and you miss that opportunity. It might not come again. All right. Mm. Mm. Well, you're, the, you're the truth on that. Cause you in Kuwait yeah. as we speak. It's three in the morning yeah. where he's at, ladies and gentlemen, he's in Kuwait. That's the country. He's in, <laughs> he's in another side <laughs> of the world. And yeah. he took that opportunity to go to Kuwait and leave yeah. Virginia to pursue his dream. And imagine if he had was with some woman and she was like, no, don't go. You stay there and, you know, break it up anyway. And then this, like you said, the opportunity would have been gone. They wouldn't have been sitting on the table forever. That's right. And you heard what Raz said, which was key. He said that he would have blamed the female. Yes. The same thing would have happened if it was the female. She would have blamed the man. And you think that you're going to have a relationship if, the, if you have that inside of you? If you have always thinking about what could have been? and what should have been, and you blaming your significant other, that, that relationship is doomed. And now y'all break up. Now what? Now you don't have your opportunity. Warren, even before the breakup, every argument, if they had an argument, that, what, that topic would be That's brought up. Yep. I did this for you. I put <laughs> this on hold This is the way you treat me. Come on, man. No. Uh, if you told me this was her dream, then damn it, that's going to be her dream. Even if it took her all the way to California, I'm going to help that dream come true. Yeah. Absolutely. Excellent point. That's a great point. That is a great point. Uh, you know, even like you said, even on the surface stuff, but then as deep as Warren took it, is is still... You, you still put something on that relationship if you don't like be yourself and, and you're not gonna be able to do everything. You know, not, you know, show them that you have a life. Don't let them think that just because they say, no, if they go away, then they were meant to go away. Like I said, kick rocks. It's not meant for them to be there. If they can't appreciate that you sleep or they can't appreciate <laughs> that you have to do a career or a job or they can't appreciate that you have plans and they gonna call you last minute as it is, that's a whole nother topic. You asked me on the date, I need a couple of days, sweetie. Don't call me the day of and ask me to go out with you because that's not a thought out process. That's called you had time to spare. It's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do that and run on that date and you think he's going to leave you, he's going to leave you anyway because obviously he didn't respect your time by asking you last minute anyway. That took yeah. me a while to learn. I found it. You know, you know that one. I know you know that one. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. All right, so let's do this. We're gonna start winding down. So if there's any other um questions out there, let's get them answered because I don't want them not to get their responses and we'll close out for the night. Um it's uh there's a que uh, question. Uh Lori Chapman, uh are your male friends honest about telling men about their flaws? Hmm. Good question, Lori. Mm. That is a good question. Hmm. Huh? Uh -huh. Anybody? <laughs> call me, call me off guard <laughs> I mean, have you done it? Have you talked to your boys and told them if they did a, had a floor or something, did you tell them about their floor? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. No oh, doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. Uh -huh. Yes. Really? 
Yeah, if they if they're wrong and they did something wrong, if you're a real friend, you will tell them about their flaws and there's something that they're doing wrong. So I think a real friend would, and a real friend should accept it and understand. It. So yes, I would say yes. And yeah, I want to respond to that. Oh, that's good. Yes is the is the answer. I, I'm agree with both of them, and and it all depends on, of course, the situation. Yeah, um, I think the circumstances. Yeah, certain circumstances, certain things you don't get involved in. So I'm not gonna tell them everything, so, but there are certain <laughs> things that I feel, I feel comfortable, and I feel that they can receive. It. If I don't think they can receive it, I'm not gonna waste my breath. But if he can receive it, then I'm gonna say, hey, you know, talk to my boy and form a side and say that, that was wrong. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are certain things I just you know it's gotta play out. It's got to play out. Well, see, the woman side of it is a little different. We got to make sure that the person telling us this advice has no ulterior uh, motives. You got to make sure these are your real girls. Mm. Because sometimes you get some women tell you stuff, and you go ahead and take the advice if you want to. Because they, they in the wings waiting for you. <laughs> so you got to be careful who you listen to. You know, I don't know how that goes with the men's side. Because usually it seems like y'all just cut and dry. But with women a lot, you know, sometimes you get some friends that come around when only bad happens to you. Mm -hmm. They're the first one to run up to you. Oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Oh, you need any help, you know. But when anything good happens to you, you can't find them. Mm -hmm. You only find them when, you know, you know the ones that come around when you have bad news. They praying for you and they coming to see you and all that. They crying with you. But when you have something good happen to you, they don't even tell you congratulations or boo. So you got to kind of be careful who you take your advice from. Yeah, so, but um, anything else, Carla? Uh, no questions, just comments. You go ahead and read a couple of them if you want to. Okay. Um, let's see. Going back to Donna Pazant. Mm -hmm. uh, she, I guess, was responding to the question that Pia, I'm, I'm not sure, but it said you can also think you're ready and then be met with challenges that may be presented in a relationship. You can be ready, but also be ready to continue to grow as an individual and in a relationship. Oh, that's about you changing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point, Donna. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Touche. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Nicole Cherie, uh, she said, uh, that just makes the family compete, complete. Every child is better off with two parents. Kudos to you for allowing your girlfriend to be a part of your son's That's life. That's for Damon. Damon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you, N Nicole. Was mm -hmm. it Nicole? Uh, Thank yes. you, Nicole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for this question. It's very great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anything else before we close out? Um, Lori Chapman had a comment saying that she finds that many men uh, don't want to get involved and men don't check each other. Well, Warren, you kind of said it a little bit. Uh, I, I think I think uh, maturity has a lot to play in that uh, experience, and uh, you know, uh, the, the younger males tend to, you know not to check their bros because you know it's more about bragging rights to them. But as you get older. And you see, uh, you know, your friend has a, you know, you, you, your friend has a good wife, and you know he has a good wife and a good life. You don't want to see, you don't want to see him lose that by doing something stupid that will probably last one night. And if he's busted, all of his life is 
changed as a result of it. So yes, we're going to check them. I know I am. I'm a check, dude. You might not want to do that. I mean, that's not a good idea. You, you might want to rethink that. That big butt, <laughs> that big butt, that big button is small. It's there for a reason. It's there to 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 to, to get you to do what you. It's, it's there for that temptation to to mess up what you already have. It's there for a reason. You you got to fight that off. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, like you said, it it takes that friendship if you have a true friendship because i mean like i know my true good friends and best my two best friends and my girls and all them i take you know they tell me something i take that to value in heart because they know me they know me and you know they know when you're vulnerable they know when you you know they know you're going through some moves and stuff so when you have people like that you can kind of take that for face value like yo this person really looking down I'm, i am doing something stupid like you'll think about it twice you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. you know you got you need some good people in your life yeah, you could you could bounce off of and talk about stuff like that. So that's good. Well, well, it seems like unless somebody else have anything to say, <laughs> I, we good. good. Y'all enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, this was fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. And guess what? Y'all be back in two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna get this done. We probably gonna need both of these commentators. We're gonna need Selena and Joy to help us with that one because I swear it's gonna be all over the place. But we're <laughs> 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 calling her expressions is enough. <laughs> Reggie been watching, Reggie been watching. Yep, yep. I'm bringing my boxing gloves on the neck. So <laughs> uh, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that's been watching our, our live Let's Talk series. This is part two. This is the love series. We will be back in two weeks. And if I'm not mistaken, that's March 14th. Mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Is that correct, y'all? Yeah. Yep. March March 14th at 7 o'clock. I will um, have another event um, post. If I could ask you, please, if you enjoyed this this evening, please share it out to your friends and family. I'm trying to make this grow. So I would need your help. And I love my troopers who are in here right now, the Let's Talk crew that's in here supporting me and us right now. Can you please um, pass along this recording? This is gonna be out there. And if you could pass it around to get the vibe and, and um, the hype going for the Let's Talk. Let's Talk is the name of my um, face cast. I guess I got a new name, right? I hope somebody coins that. My face cast is called Let's Talk. The Love Series Part 3 is going to be on March 14th. And after that, every two weeks, I will have other... Um, that'll be the end of this Love Series. We'll move on from love. But I'll be having other um, topics with other experts, other um, mentors, people that have expertise in certain topics I'm going to be talking about. So mm -hmm. we're going to have everything from low self-esteem, um, being an entrepreneur, um, living your purpose, living your passion. We're going to have so many topics coming up. We're going to have, you know, if y'all don't know anything about me, I'm a hip hop head, straight hip hop head. So I already have it in the podcast, the, the face cast. We're going to have some old school hip hop artists up here. And we're going to be talking about old school hip hop. So we have a lot of stuff coming on down the pipeline. So please continue to watch us. It's every two weeks on, on a Sunday at 7 p.m. Once again, thank you so much. And before I close out, every time I'm going to honor or, or uh, give a shout out to a Black-owned business, it's so important 
to represent and to support our black businesses out there. We have so many entrepreneurs out there that's making it happen. And I'm so proud to say, Selena, you have the information? Yes. Uh, oh. it's slime. Go ahead. See slime and they sell educational slime. It can benefit the children and the adults as well. And they have several social media sites. You can follow them on IGC slimes and stuff. Uh, also on TikTok at C slimes and stuff. And I, I think it was a Facebook page. I think you had the information for the Facebook page also, but yes, it's a Facebook page. Um, C slimes. It is um, follow on social media on IG at C slimes at stuff and stuff. Excuse me. Say it right. Um, Instagram. C slimes and stuff. Facebook is at C slimes and TikTok is at, at C slimes and stuff. I'm so proud of this young lady and she is my goddaughter, uh, Alicia Satchel. And she has opened up her own business at 29 years old. This is her own business. So I want to support our young people, our, our people like me in the 50s who start our own businesses, anybody that's out there. If you have a business, please let me know. Please reach out, post it. I will definitely hook you up and um, and put you in here because I believe in you. I wish you, I hope you believe in me that what I'm doing right now, this is my own thing. So I'm going to support you too. So it's called Sea Slimes. Um, she had a grand open on, on February 20th and it's slime. And it's not that old school. People think of slime, they think of like the Nickelodeon stuff. It's not, <laughs> it, it's like a, a consistency putty kind of slime and it has fragrances to it, aromas. You go ahead, and it's for therapy and for children. You know, adults, like um, Carl was saying, adults use this too. So it's like to keep you peace and calm. You have something to play with. You know how you back in the day you used to play with things like putty and stuff, the same kind of concept. So please um, support her if you can, please. I do appreciate it. We did put it in the comments below and um, you can get her information there and go to the Facebook page and just give her a shout out and support her. So um, once again, I'd like to thank everybody again for coming on and it's a wrap. Let's talk is over. Y'all have a good